All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast with your host, Daybar is Open. This is the life and times of millennial. This is episode 13. Thank you so much for everyone who's been listening for the past, you know, a little bit over two months now. The feedback's been great. I'm actually being approached to, you know, you know, do some uh, some co-hosting with different podcasts out there. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show, but just the overall feedback has been wonderful. Um, always seeking to figure out ways to, you know, make this better and, you know, for the listener and for myself to keep me engaged. And, you know, it's been it's been awesome. And as always, if you want to give me any feedback whatsoever, any tips or any topics you want me to discuss, hit me up on Twitter, on Twitter, sorry, at AFN Podcast. And again, as always on Instagram, which I'm probably most um, active on, at absolutely fucking not, no you after the F. Um, but yeah, man, thank you as always for tuning in you know, to lifetimes of this millennial. Um, my life has been pretty fun the last couple couple weeks. This past weekend was great. Went back home to New York. As you guys all know, I was born and raised in New York City, more, more so the boogie down Bronx. And that was a, a great, great time. Because uh, honestly, it was spent with family, man. It was 98% uh, of it was uh, for, my, uh, for my family, to just hanging out with them, which is great. Because uh, like you're going to, me and uh, I'm going to have a co-host later on, which I'm going to get to in a little bit. But, and we talk about like, you know, how we, the the excitement we get when we go back home is because, you know, where I'm, I'm currently um, living in South Florida, but I don't really have any immediate family um, that close to me. I have, you know, my brother and sister in Orlando and my uncle in Orlando, who I try to see as often as I can, but I have like no one who's just a 20 minute, you know, ride away. So I love going back home to New York to just see my family and see some friends. But I was only there for three days. Uh, the main reason for the trip when I booked the ticket, you know, two months ago was because my grandmother um, was turning 76. My Miss Edith, shout out, shout out to her for turning the big 76. And I made a promise to her um, uh, two years ago that I was never going to miss another birthday. Um, even if it's only going to New York for two days or for a full week, I was going to be there. Um, my grandma's the best. Uh, my grandma's my, my mom's mom. She's absolute best. She always doesn't speak a word of English besides God bless you. Um, but she really means she really, really is trying to you know make sure God blesses you. She's super Christian, um, is the absolute best. She always sits me down and uh, talks about how I am going to do amazing things and I'm going to be my own boss one day. And uh, so I, my gift to her, besides obviously my presence, because my presence is a gift. Um, at least that's what I say when it's uh, someone else's birthday. And I'm like, oh, I don't have any presents for you because I just came to visit you. Um, but my gift to my grandma was I gave her my uh, MBA diploma. Um, and she got super emotional because I was like, hey, you're always telling me that I'm going to do great things. And, you know, I'm trying to. And, you know, this is just uh, a gift showing you that, you know, all those things you're saying to me aren't falling on deaf ears. So it was super great to be there for my grandma. But I uh, was also able to hang out with my mom. My mom flew down from India, um, you know, to be in New York for she didn't be there for you know a month or so, and it was super great just to you know, hang out with her like we used to do um, back in the day when I was much younger and I was you know living back in India when we were living together uh, in New York. Uh, took her to the movies, uh, took her for dinner, went to see the Rocket uh, Rockefeller Center, so the tree. Um, it was amazing, you know, uh, mother and son moments that we shared that we probably should do way more of, but we haven't. I know why. So shout out to my mom. You're listening, mom. I love you. Had a great time hanging out with you uh, in New York. But yeah, but, uh, but it was a great time, man. I got with some friends, um, actually recorded um, the next episode of the podcast. So we'll all get into that a little bit later. But yeah, man, you know, low key Danny was super low key in New York hanging out with the family. But it was a it was a great time. It was a great time with some uh, people I love. And uh, I can't wait to you know be out there again and do it again with uh, some more people who I didn't get a chance to see on this uh, current trip, but it actually was from those times hanging out with my mom that I actually got the inspiration for this episode. Um, So this episode, episode 13, is called Minimal Expectations. Um, And what that means is, um, obviously a playoff, you know, the the book, Great Expectations, but do millennials have too high expectation when it comes to when we're going back home? And the reason why this, uh, this idea came to mind is that um, it was Saturday. I only went to New York for the weekend. It was Saturday afternoon. Uh, me and my mom were just sitting around my grandma's house, and we were talking about, oh, hey, so who's going to drop you off to the airport tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, I'll, I'll just take an Uber. Like, it's not that serious. She was like, just call your dad to take you. 
And I'm like, mom, my, my dad's not an Uber driver. Like, I'm not just going to ask him to, to take me to the airport. Like, you know, and the reason why I said that is because my dad picked me up from the airport. Shout out to my dad. Love him to death. Um, but the only time I saw my dad that trip was <clears throat> he picked me up and dropped me off. And I was like, listen, I'm not going to call my dad. You know, he didn't hit me up to make a plan to chill. Like, I'm not going to just the only time I call him is to take me from point A to point B. Like, that's not what's going to happen. And then I started, you know, wrapping my mind because I'm always trying to find inspiration from all parts of my life and to make a podcast about it. I'm like, yo, do my do I have too high of expectation when it comes to friends and family when I'm back home? Because I, re- I really feel like I get disappointed a lot when I get back, when I come back home and like certain people aren't making the effort to hang out, right? Aren't like, yo, DJ or Danny, I see you're in town. You're, What's good? Let's hang out. Like, I feel kind of a way when that doesn't happen. And then I'm also trying to understand, like, how come it always falls on me for, to be the one that's initiating the hangout sessions or the link-up sessions or whatever? Like, why is it on me? Like, in the current age of social media where everyone knows your every movement, family and friends know that I'm in New York or know that I'm somewhere that they currently are, why is it on me to... Hey, let's make some plans. Hey, I'm in town. Let's hang. Let's hang out. Um, so I really wanted to dive into that, man. Are do we need to have a certain expectation, or should we just remove those expectations when we go home altogether? Um, I really thought this would be a fun topic because I know, at least for for myself, like again, um, you know, being a person who had, was lucky enough to travel and live in different places, like I'm always traveling back home or traveling to certain places that I, I have a larger group of friends. I know I have friends. You know, my friends in India who were, you know, all going to school in the States and going back home, um, you know, we shared some of those same stories and it's like, yeah, like what, what the hell's going on? Like why, you know, there's like a thousand of us we want to hang out with, but then we don't, we all don't end up hanging out. And then someone always makes a comment afterwards like, hey, I saw you in town. You didn't hit me up and that's fucked up. It's like, is it fucked up or is it on you to make, make the effort? So just want to talk about that actually going to have uh, my girlfriend on the on on this episode as well because me and her have discussed this um in the past as well because she's uh from up north and she goes home a lot and you know sometimes we she struggles with trying to understand like hey like what is the proper um expectation to have of everybody when it's when it comes to you know making plans so this thought be a fun topic wanted to share that with you um and just you know get, get your opinion on it are you guys you know ones that are on either end of the spectrum are you the people are you the uh, as a listener are you the one who's traveling home a lot and you know you feel that same anxiety or you know annoyance with your friends and family when it comes to making plans are you the other person on that right are you the friend at home who has your own life right it's uh, you didn't tell this person to go live somewhere else you have your own shit to deal with you know maybe you feel like hey i don't have I, i don't really i can't drop everything just because you decided to come to New York for a weekend or come to Rhode Island for a weekend or come back to New Delhi for a weekend. So I would love just to get everyone's perspective on this. And I thought it'd be a fun topic to, you know, share some of my stories with that, share some of Sarah's background with that. And just as always, just see if we can uh, get some answers. If not, you know, open the, the, the question up to maybe get some answers down the road. So that's the topic at hand today. Hope you guys enjoy it. Again, this is Day Bar is Open on the Life and Times of Millennial, the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast. Going to be here back in a second discussing, you know, how those emotions came into play um, as far as expectation when I went back home to New York. Hey, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Absolutely Fucking Not Podcast with your host, Daybar is Open, the life and times of millennial. This episode is called Minimal Expectations. And I know you probably thought when you saw that title with my girlfriend being on the episode, it was probably going to be about the minimal expectations we have when it comes to dating. So no, that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about if you're someone who moved away from home, and now you're traveling back home, what are those expectations you have of those around you, when, of those you love, those you care about, to hanging out, right? Is it on you to make the plans? Is it on them because they should know you're coming into town? Or is it on them because they, you know, in the world of social media now where everything is being posted and, you know, the second I land, shit, I'm taking a picture of, you know, the New York City 
little gif emoji on Instagram and people know the second I'm there, all right, he's in town, is it on them to hit me up? So I really wanted to just have an open discussion about that. Um, hit me up on Twitter at AFN Podcast. Um, and just, I want to just hear your, your opinion on this, man. I, again, there's going to be, you, you may fall on either side of the spectrum, man. You may be the person who's traveling a lot or you may be the person who's, you know, just, you know, a person from that, that town I'm coming to visit and you may just not have time for me. So and I, that's fine. I just want to get your perspective on it, right? Because I, I really don't know, um, you know, who's to blame for this. Maybe no one's to blame, but I know it's it's a, it's a topic that gives me anxiety because, all right, there's a certain amount of people who I talk to on a daily basis, right? And who know months in advance that I'm going to be back home or, um, or wherever in, the, in, in America or wherever in the world. And they may be in town and we, you know, we naturally just decide to hang out and that's fine. But there's all other people who you don't, may not talk to on a daily basis or a, a weekly or even monthly basis, but you still have some communication. You still consider them friends. So what's the proper etiquette with that? Um, you know, should I be hitting them up as I'm on, about to get on the plane? Say, hey, I'm in New York. Let's hang out. Hey, I'm in New Delhi. Let's hang out. Hey, I'm in Charlotte. Let's hang out. Should I do an Instagram post or a Facebook post saying, hey, in New York, if you want to link up, hit me up? Maybe. I don't know. That may be the fucking answer. That This, this podcast could be five minutes long if that's, hey, the answer is just... Just post on your uh, your status or Twitter account. Hey, I'm in town. Let's hang out. Um, I don't know, man, but I just know I've had a couple of experiences. Um, not even, man, a couple. This is, I mean, I've been out of New York, not living in New York since the age of 11. So since the age of 11 to now being a 30-year-old man, like I over these past 19 years, I've had those moments where like on the flight, on the way to the airport back home or back to wherever I came from before I got to New York, that I'm like down about it. I'm like, fuck, man, I didn't get a chance to see this person or that person. Damn, this dude didn't fucking even hit me up or that person didn't fucking you know, shoot me a text to say, hey, what's good? But I've also got the text from those same people after the fact. It's like, damn, bro, I saw you in town. Why didn't you hit me up? It's like, bro, you saw us in town. Why didn't you hit me up? So it's like, you know, we're you know, pointing at each other and just trying to blame the other person. So I just like, you know, who, who, who needs to take account for this? Is it, it should be a 50-50 thing. Should it be a 70-30 thing because I'm the one coming into your city? I should make more of the effort because you probably have your own life or maybe because I'm the one making the effort to come home and, you know, you have, maybe you can arrange your stuff because you have a car and I don't have a car. Maybe it's 70 on you. I don't know. So I would love to get your guys' opinion on that. But I wanted to share a couple examples that, you know, stood out to me the most. It's Maybe it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's always personal, it's always vulnerable, but I mean, that's just, you know, the person I am now, um, you know, trying to be as, as vulnerable as possible. I want to, a couple examples I have is uh, with my dad and my brother, man, like, uh, so for example, me and my dad have a beautiful relationship now, um, especially comparing to what it was like 15 years ago. I talk to my dad probably once a week, um, never too much, like it's never in-depth conversation, but it's, it's a good conversation, like, hey, how's it going, how's, you know, how are things on your end, how are things on my end? He always asked me about work and, you know, at the time school and, you know, my personal relationship with uh, my girlfriend or, or anybody else has to ask about, you know, my grandmother, my mom, always like just, you know, just maybe a, a survey, a question that uh, all parents really need to ask just to make sure they're, you know, aware of your life. Um, but we talked though, man, and, you know, anything ever happens to anybody else in the family or someone's birthday, my dad's always hitting me up to make sure, you know, I'm president there in their life. But more so recently over the past like two or three years, man, I've obviously, you know, being an employee, not being the head honcho, I'm only limited to the amount of time I can take off over a certain stretch. So when I go to New York, I really only go for three or four days. So again, not a bunch of time. My time is limited. So when I hang out with, you know, certain people, be it my dad, brothers, sisters, cousins, aunts, whoever, I friends, I have very limited time, right? I can only be in so many places at once on a over a, a three to four day span. So my dad, because I talk to him all the time, I always ask him, hey, Pop, can you pick me up from the airport? Uh, till this day, my dad has never said no. So I love my dad for always being there. I need him. I hit him up. Pop, can you pick me up from LaGuardia? Poppy, no, no problem. I'll be there. That's what, he, that's what he called me. He called me Poppy. So he picks me up. But what sucks, man, is that <clears throat> for the most part, at least for the last two years, that's been the only time I see my dad. My dad just picks me up and drops drops me off, gives me a hug, kisses me, and and that's it. He doesn't he usually doesn't call me in between that Friday to Monday. 
to say hi, how are you doing? You know, what's the plan? What are you doing? I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And that sucks. Um, but then I started to wonder, hey, is that on me? Like, am I meant to call him? Um, am I meant to fucking be the one like to say, hey, Pop, like, hey, like, I'm, I'm free Saturday afternoon. Like, what are you doing? Or is it on him? His son, who he doesn't see for the, you know, for the majority of the year, is in town for only three to four days. Shouldn't he be the one calling? Shouldn't he be the one saying, hey, DJ, hey, Poppy, like, let's just go for a drive. Let's go get a, get a bite to eat, like something. Right. I mean, he's older. He's probably set in his ways. He probably probably thinks that, hey, no, it's it's on his on me. Right. So I don't know, man, but I just know that's a fucking every fucking trip. It fucking sucks when literally my dad is just uh, someone dropped me off and it just is no difference from, you know, the Uber driver, the Lyft driver. And that that fucking sucks because I, I don't see my dad that often. I would love to just have moments where we can just go hang out and eat. Um and then maybe it's on me, man. If it really if it upsets me that much, maybe I should be the one calling him Saturday afternoon after I'm there for 24 hours to say, hey, Pop, let's hang out. Hey, Pop, let's do this. But then I see other people in my family who were like, my mom, my aunt, cousins hitting me up. Yo, what's the plan? Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm like, fuck, bro. Other people are doing it. Why can't you do it? And it probably goes back to the same thing I mentioned in different podcasts. We're talking about my relationship with my dad it's always that that wanting that eagerness that need to get their you know their attention and then at times especially when i'm coming back home to visit uh it's it, it still feels i'm fighting for that attention it's like bro like come on man like be present in my life like i'm here i'm here like hit me up let's hang out um that, but maybe i need to be more aware that hey these you know people have their you know he has his own life he has his, you know a job he has a girlfriend he's, he needs to be dealing with you know whatever but that's one example of where I really get annoyed um, and, get, and get disappointed and get sad about when I come home and then when I leave because it's like, fuck, I missed out on hanging out with someone who's really important to me. Um, and that sucks. And that, that really does suck. And, then I, and another example that stands out to me a lot is uh, one of my older brothers. Uh, I'll fucking name names. Again, this episode's not to shit on anybody. It's just me talking about, you know, examples of my life where maybe my expectations of you know, my friends and family was too high. And then, um, again, I, I'm not blaming anyone for that. Maybe, again, everyone has their reason, right? I feel like I through this podcast and through these last two years, I'm starting to understand more and more. Everyone has their reasons for doing things. But uh, my brother Chris, um, you know, he lives in Brooklyn. Whenever I come back to New York, I'm living in the Bronx. And, you know, obviously, if you know, you know it's different boroughs. You know, Brooklyn's not right down the road. To get to Brooklyn, it's a bit of a hike. Um, it's a $55 Uber. <laughs> I know that. And it's like a, it's a, maybe like an hour train ride or, you know, to get down there. It's a fucking mission. Um, so my thing is like, there's times in my life that, you know, Chris has, me and him have been super close. And then I get excited. I'm like, all right, we're developing our, our friendship, our, you know, our brotherhood. Like we're becoming at a certain level. Um, and then I know there's, you know, he's active on social media. So, you know, for a fact, and I see that you see that I'm in New York, um, but yet he doesn't make the effort to come see me. It's always been me hopping an Uber, hopping a train ride to go see him. Um, which again, it's fine. Again, I'm always eager to get out the Bronx. But when I have a few things that I'm trying to do or, you know, other family members I'm trying to meet, I, I just wish that sometimes he was more accommodating. It's always uh, things on his terms. I, I, I do appreciate that he did come to the Bronx for my birthday. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, but it's been a couple of times, man, these last couple of trips that it, honestly, it sucked, man. I'm like, yeah, like I fucking love this kid. Um, literally blood, um, care about him a lot, wish him always the best, but I'm like, damn bro, why can't we fucking, you know, why can't you just say, yo, DJ, like, yo, where you at right now? I'm coming through. And I feel like for the most part, man, there's been moments that I've been proven wrong, but for the most part, man, it's always, it's always me doing the seeking or planning everything. And I'm like, bro, like, this, I, I don't know if it's entitlement or if it's just I, I think I deserve a certain level of attention. But it's like, come on, man. Like, I'm only here for three days. I'm for the, I'm, I live a thousand miles away. If you ever come down to where I, where I live in South Florida, wherever I'm living in Charlotte, whatever the case may be, I always do everything and go out of my way um, to treat whoever it is a certain way, you know, and make their life easier. How come I'm not getting that in return? And it just sucks sometimes when it's you know, your own your own blood 
and these two examples, my you know my brother, and my dad. But I mean, it, 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 I have that same situation. We know friends and other you know and other family members. It's like, yo, who's it on? Is it on me or is it on 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 you? Um, I would just love to get your guys' opinion on that because I, I know it's a a topic that a lot of us you know struggle with, and there's just so much different now. And so with social media being so present in our every move, that it's like. I, for example, I know what I do when I see someone's in Miami, I hit them up. I'm like, damn, bro, you're in Miami, let's hang out. What's, you know, what's the plan? So I know I do that. So I'm like, my thing is, like, why aren't other people doing that? But are so quick to call me out when I don't hit them up when, when I'm in town. So I would love to get your opinion on that. This is a topic I, I, I know I struggle with. I don't know what the proper you know, ratio is. Is, is it 50-50 or it should be more me or more on the other person? Um, again, this is not to shit on anyone because I know everyone has their own life and doing their own things, but maybe this, this, this conversation can just make us both more aware of where the other person stands and maybe we should both do a better job of, you know, making an effort to, to hang out when someone's visiting and, uh, or you're visiting me. So I'd love to get your opinion. As always, hit me up on Twitter at AFN Podcast, on Instagram where I'm probably way more active is at absolutely fucking not know you after the F. Um, This is your boy, Dave Bar is Open, episode 13, Minimal Expectations. And now, in a very short break, we're going to have Sarah Mills stopping by to share her thoughts on the topic, discussing some things about her life, her journey, everything about being a millennial, and then obviously her her experiences with this when she travels to go back home. So hope you enjoy that conversation with Wifey. All right, welcome back to the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast with your host, Day Bar is Open, the life and times of millennial. This is episode 13, Minimal Expectations, and we're lucky enough to have our co-host for the day, Miss Sarah Mills. Sarah, what's good? Hello. Hello, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah's super nervous. I don't know why. Um, So I've mentioned Sarah before. Sarah's my girlfriend. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought when they saw you on the post that it's going to be a whole couple's discussion. Far from it. That'll be episode 23 or something. So we're not going to do that today. But I did want to have you uh, on the episode just to talk about things. You're, how old are you, Sarah? I, I know this is just for the people to, to, to know about you. I'm 28 years old. I'm from Rhode Island. I moved down to Florida about a year and a half ago by myself. I... Um, quit both my jobs, graduated with my master's, and just packed my car and moved down here. So, typical millennial story. Yes. Yes. So, thank you for sharing that. Obviously, I want to dive into a multitude of things, including the topic at hand, like the expectations that uh, you know we have when we go and see our relatives back home or you know friends and family. But uh, I mean, for the most part, I mean, just you being in it as a millennial, being 28, when that phrase comes to mind, what are your own? interpretations of that demographic? Um, Sometimes I think I'm entitled to everything. Um, I'm definitely not. Um, I come from a large family of, there's seven of us and we're all very different. I- Very different. Very different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Explain, please explain the difference. I don't think they listen to this. So um, I'm the only girl. I. Like I said, I have my master's. I've been working since I was 14. Um, I worked for the government. I've coached my own cheerleading team for years. Um, Just very different things than the rest of my brothers. Don't have an education um, outside of high school. Minimal jobs like working at grocery stores, etc. So I do get a lot of things from my mother. Um, She helps me out a lot, especially since I've made this change in my life. But um, so, I, yeah, I do kind of think I'm entitled, but at the same time, I feel like I deserved it in a way, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of spoiled to say, I would say, selfish. I mean, kind of. I mean, you did also bust your ass off and been working from a very young age, so maybe you just think that something should be coming to you because, you've, you know, maybe you're working towards something. Right, and like I said, I've, it's, I've definitely gone through a lot of changes the past year and a half. So, like, when I moved down here, I didn't have a job, um, and then I had to work at a restaurant for about six months because I couldn't find a job, so trying to get back on my feet from that, so, um, 
I don't like to see it as entitled. I like to see it as just helping out. It's something I hope I would do for my kids eventually one day if they needed it, as long as they're doing the right things. Okay. Um, if they're like my brothers, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't help them out. <laughs> okay. So I, okay. So difference. Yeah. So the difference between you and your brothers are, I mean, there's, there's seven of you and then it's like two from you and your mom and dad. Two from my mom and my dad. And then my mom is remarried. Um, I have four brothers. I say seven of us because I technically have a sister, but, okay. that, um, so I shouldn't say it. I'm the only girl. Um, my brothers have a sister. But that doesn't belong to my stepdad, if that makes sense to you. But he raised, helped raise her. So she's kind of part of the family. So you had like a Brady Bunch thing going oh, yeah. on. We're a big black and white Brady Bunch family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your uh, current situation current. with work? And are you still in school? Like, what, let the people know. Uh, not in school anymore. Um, I credential doctors. Um, I love my job. I have a great job. I think I'm doing good at it. I've almost been here. It's going to be a year in February. Awesome. Shout out to Weatherby for letting you use their space to record this episode of the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast. Um, other than that, I don't know. Right now, I'm just, I focus on work a lot mm-hmm. and church. <laughs> the people know you go to church, right? The people do know I go to church. <laughs> yes, that's not a secret. Okay. Um, yeah, just focusing on growing myself um, growing in my job, I want to grow here. I want to like go move up in leadership, and then working on my relationship with God. Awesome. So I mean, just the the church and God thing for like a second. So there's so many different point of views that people say like about like kids or people our age that talk about like like we're not a group that usually goes to church a lot. Like, do you do you see that? Because I feel like when we go to church, I feel like we see a lot of people our age. So like, do you feel like for the most part, millennials are considered people who are church going or kind of like just avoid God altogether? Um, so I definitely think it depends on where you live. Okay. Um, when I lived in Rhode Island, um, I was brought up Catholic and nobody goes to a Catholic church anymore except for like your grandmother. Um, not yours specifically, but you know, older yeah, people. She is, she is Pentecostal, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, older people go to Catholic church. Um, it wasn't until I started to go to a Christian church that I noticed younger people do go. But even back in Rhode Island, it was still more like people my mom's age Hmm. um whereas down here yeah it's a lot of millennials a lot of whatever the younger generation is um but i think it's just really based on where you like where you live in the south is very religious right so yeah because i feel like when we talk about it, it's like even like i know your friends joke about it like it's a cult and i know my (laughs) friends and family back home were like (laughs) so taken aback like you go to church like are you at a concert right now yeah what's what's going on (laughs) So it's just funny how, like, we have immersed ourselves, like, I mean, obviously you more than me, because I'm, like, trying to catch up. Um, but, yeah, it just it's just funny to me how, like, it's so different when I talk to someone older than me, because they're so used to being a part of their lives. When I talk to, like, say, someone my age but lives in New York, like, church is never even a thought. And, like, when I say, yeah, I go to church on Saturday, like, but people go out Saturday nights. Like, why are you there? So it's just funny to see different perspectives. And, then, like, I mean, when you embrace church, I mean, was, was it a more recent thing for you? You've been doing this your whole life. Um, so like I said, I was raised Catholic ever since I was little. I went to Catholic high school. Um, I kind of fell out of it when I went to college, um, even when I came back for a while. And then I had um, just some situations in my life that kind of put me in like a depressed stage, I guess I would say. And um, I really needed to make changes. So I started going back to Catholic church, but I just wasn't getting anything out of it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I came down here to visit my cousin, she took me to our current church that we go to, um, and I loved it. And I so I asked my little cousin to find me a church just like that back at home, and I did. And I think I was there for three months, and then I was like, I need to move down to Florida. That's that's where I need to be. I need okay. to be at that church. So um, it is more recent. I I pray every day. I, like you know, I try, I try to read the Bible a lot. Um, it's been about two years now, I would say, since I made like the big jump that I have to be who I am now but it's helped me out a lot it's got me through a lot of situations no for sure I mean I think that's probably the main reason why my grandmother and uncle are obsessed with you <laughs> like I haven't even explained who you are as a person but yeah she goes to church so she's the best thing ever happened to you so like don't fuck this up I'm like yeah she's all right she has other issues but no 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 she goes to church it's fine so well, like I said to you the other day we Obviously, nobody knows this, but we're very sarcastic together. I said, don't make me uh, bring out the Rhode Island in you or in me. And you were like, what is that supposed to be? Like, I used to be, like, very 
angry, I would say, and, and tough and more sarcastic than I am. And going back to church has really calmed me. So I Thank I, God. <laughs> Literally. Thank God. <laughs> so I think before I say a lot of things, you you personally probably don't think I do that, but I do think more before something comes out of my mouth. I appreciate you finding Jesus before those <laughs> moments of outlash. Um, all right, well, thank you, love, for sharing that. That's amazing. So, all right, so topic at hand today, minimal expectations. So we've discussed this a lot because I know you vented to me and I vented to you about, like, times that I've gone home, uh, be in New York, wherever, come even going down to Miami, and I feel like I want more out of my friends and family when it comes to, hey, I'm here, you know I'm here, you see me posting, you see my stories, like, you know I'm here, and then I'm not getting that same, like, urgency to hang out. So how does that make you feel, A, that topic, and then I will dive into any specific stories you may have that really annoyed you the most? Um, it bothers me to an extent. Um, some, I think I have to wonder who it is, like, when they hit you up after the fact, it's like, well, was it really that important to see you? Was it, I don't know, it depends on who you talk to, right? So you, like for me instantly, like I, the only people I have down here is one cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I talk to my mom every day. I talk to my two best friends literally every day. Then I have other friends that I talk to every two to three days. It's depends how long you go home for and then who's like important, who you want to see. And if they're going to make most of them make the same amount of time, like we'll plan that you're coming home. Um, and when they don't, it, it hurts a lot. And I don't think they think that, but you have to remember that you're you're not a part of their daily life anymore, mm. except for a text message. Right. So it's like, okay, I understand you have a job, but I'm here. Like, you can't take a day off. But then you have to think, if they came down, would you stop everything too? Like, if they were like, hey, I'm going to be in Miami for a week. It's like, okay, let me take off work for a week too, you know? Like, um, Ashley did that. She took a vacation. My best friend Ashley took a vacation in Miami. And I was like, why wouldn't you come to Fort Lauderdale where I live? One. Well, also, side note, I don't think people know the difference. I think a lot of people up north just assume Florida's all this big Miami stretch. South Beach. Um, and so I had to drive down there one night after work. I don't get out of work till 536. And then Miami traffic is like New York City traffic. Mm-hmm. It takes you like two hours during rush hour. And people don't think that when it's like a 35, 45 minute like drive. And I... I couldn't see her. It it sucked. Oh, so you didn't see her at all? I saw her one night. Okay. Um, I know you said tell, we'll go through certain stories. Sorry. Um, but I guess kind of the same thing. Like, I have, hey, I have my own life here. I'm doing things. I can't make all that time for you. So you got to, like I said, kind of pick and choose who's important to see and who isn't. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was different for our parents? They're just doing the whole, like, comparing different generations? Like... Is it harder for us because maybe we see those same friends that we want to be hanging out with when we're home? Like when we say you go to Rhode Island and you know you have other friends who are out doing their own thing on social media now. And you're like, fuck, like, why the fuck are you guys out doing your own thing? And like, why didn't you hit me up? You know, I'm here. Do you think it was hard, easier for our parents back in the day because they didn't have to worry about that? They just either were already home or they went back to wherever the hell, you know, they had to go. And just if their family or friends came through, they came through. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, social media has changed us and how we think a lot they didn't have that so they wouldn't know if their friends were there or not i mean but my parents were born and raised in Pawtucket. so it's easier for them <laughs> they didn't they never left um so it was easier for them to be around everybody they saw um yeah I don't, that's all i got no no that's fair i mean and also i, I wonder like the, so the question i, I want to keep asking like everyone obviously hit us up on twitter at afn podcast is um is it more on us, though? Should it be 50-50? Should it be 70-30? It should be, like, 70-30 them? Like, they make that 70% effort because we're the one there without a car or there for three days or there for however many long. Or is it really 70% on us? Like, hey, you know these people have a life. Like, respect that, and you make the effort. Like, what, do you, what, do you, what side do you fall on when it comes to that ratio? Um, so I think it first depends on how long you're going to go. So, like, more recently, me and you have only been going back home for weekends, mm-hmm. and that's definitely harder. Um, like, for me, it's harder because I like to leave Rhode Island early on Sunday and mm. get back home. You like to leave New York late as on late Sunday. As late as possible. As late as I'm possible. I'm giving everyone a chance to see me. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when it's a weekend trip, I think it's, it's harder because, like, obviously, for me, one, I want to see my mom. 
Um, so I, I want to spend as much time with my mom as possible. And then I want to see my two best friends and my nieces and my nephews. Cause they so you play. have your, obviously, almost like categories, right? Like yeah. A1, AB, and then everybody else. Right. So the good thing is, is that my two best friends get along. So And their kids are the same age, so I can kind of plan something all together. And then depending on what I have to do, if I don't have it, if I'm just going home for the heck of it, like I'll hit up other side friends. But if I have things to do, it's it's really hard to be like, so for instance, when I went home last time, I had a baby shower. And that was like my main priority. I had to right. do that before I did anything else. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, um, car and stuff. I didn't have a car last time I went home and one of my friends wanted to go out and I was like, that's fine, you're gonna pick me up. <laughs> and so luckily, like they're willing to, if they want to see you, they're willing to right. make that. Right. But then during the summer, I went home for a week, and then so I I do give more people the opportunity. But at the same time, you're only home for so long, you only want to see so many people, spend so much time with certain people. So like when I had come back, I remember I had texted a friend about my high school reunion, and he was like, why are you texting me? Like, you were just home like two weeks ago, you didn't hit me up. And I was like, oh. Sorry. Was I, I supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just asking if you're going to the reunion. Like, I didn't know I was supposed to hit you up. And you saw that I was home. Why didn't you say, like, hey, right. I see you're home. Like, do you have time to hang out? But you didn't, so why are you throwing it back at me? So right. I think it, sh- it is both ways. Because if you saw that I was home and you're like, oh, like, she's here, I want to see her, like, then hit me up. Right. I, my thing is, like, I don't, I personally don't care for when they don't make the effort and, and until they want to call you out on it. Yeah. It's like, hey, like, if you want to see me, like, just say, hey, like, I see you're in New York. I see you're in Rhode Island. Like, what's what's the plan? Yeah. I feel like I, that's my issue with some of my friends or family. It's like, oh, like, damn, that's messed up. You never come through. I'm like, but, like, <laughs> I'm free right now. Just let's hang out. And I think maybe it's, uh, I don't know if we need to lower our expectations, but, like, so at, to the point you made about your friend or your, your friend or cousin came to, to visit you in, in Miami, but obviously you live in Fort Lauderdale. So my thing is like, well, my friends and family come to Miami. I go out of my way to make life so easy for them. You know what I mean? I pick them up from the airport. I drop them off at the hotel. I make, I, I change all my plans because, all right, that's just the person I am. And then my issue is, I personally don't care for when I don't get that same energy back. So it's like, yo, you, you were just in Miami. I did all this, you know, to make your life easier, to make you feel at home, quote unquote. And then when now I'm back, and it's like that never happened. So. I don't know if it's on me to like either you need to like just stop being so sensitive about it or maybe I am being like too, you know, too forthright with my feelings. But, you know, it kind of like it kind of hurts me. I'm like, damn, like I just did this for you. Why wouldn't you do the same thing for me? Well, I think for that situation, like for them coming down here, it's a vacation for them. Mm. For you going back home, like, yeah, it's a vacation. Like you're taking time out of work and stuff, but it's back home. It's not. Do you really see it as a, a vacation? You know, they, they're coming to, we live up north, where, where we're from up north, where it's cold half the time. They're coming down here, you know, they want to go to the beach. They want to get away from their normal life and right. go out and party. I mean, when I go back to Rhode Island, I could care less if I'm at the clubs or the bars. <laughs> and like I said, it's cold, so I don't need to be, I don't really need to be out anywhere. And I've seen it all before. Right. They haven't seen it before. So I think when they come down, whether they do come to Fort Lauderdale, where we do live, or if they go to Miami, we are able to see them like... Yeah, we should make a little more effort in that sense, but I don't think you should expect it back when you're going. When you're going home, right? Yeah. They're and they're in the midst of their daily grind and the rat race, and it's freezing. And they again, most of our friends have kids now, which is yes. so gross. But then the other thing I I think of that we both do, or my mom does and your aunt does, is like there's always a party, right? Yes. Which I think is great because you can invite whoever you want, so then it's easier to see everybody, and then you're still getting that kind of spoiled, like taken care of mm-hmm. thing that you're looking for. No, I agree with that. I think that's a great thing that you're, that Pam does for you and Denise does for me is that yeah, there's always at least one party, right. and and even if it's like her second friend's birthday party, she still lets us invite whoever we want. So yeah, no, I agree with that. that definitely helps out a lot. Um, I guess it's just like in our mind is being like being okay with not being the head or like the main point of attention <laughs> right because i guess I, that's my thing i'm like yo like well it's I'm funny here. that you say that excuse me for cutting off it's funny that you say that because when i went home in september for i went home for a week 
and I saw, um, I didn't see everybody right away. Like I, I saw like my very close friends mm-hmm. and my and my family. Like I made sure to see my family. And then that following weekend that I was there, we were having a big party on a Friday night, right? And that's when you were supposed to fly in, yep. and you got um, delayed, delayed, like super delayed. And everybody was like, "Well, where's the main event? Like, where is he?" And half of them were like people I didn't get to see during the week, and I'm like. Wait, what? Like, Are you here for me or him? <laughs> you haven't seen me in like a year. I'm the main event. You don't even know this, man. Like, what do you mean? Um, but other, I don't know. It, it doesn't bother me to not be the main event. I mean, aside from that, because I was just like, you don't know this guy. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I, it's probably not. It's, again, it's, it, it may just all boil down to our millennial mindset, right? That's a, a thing. And just maybe we are in, a little bit entitled. And maybe we just feel like, hey, like I'm the one doing the traveling. Because, um, I mean, just again, just doing the math, right? You go back to Rhode Island way more than people come back to see to come here to see you, right? And that's just, yes, and, that's, had... and that's fair, though, right? Because you need to go back home. They don't need, quote unquote, to come to South Florida. Right. So my thing is, same thing. I go to New York way more than people come down to Miami to see me. And then when they do come down, I fucking put out the red carpet. So I guess it's just letting our, I guess teaching our mind to not expect so much. Because I think still to this day, like, like for example, I didn't see my brother, you know, at this on this past trip, right? I didn't see my, so my dad was essentially just an Uber driver for me. He picked me up from the airport, gave me a kiss, gave me a hug, and did not see him again. So I think it's just tricking my mind to not get so caught up in the, well, I didn't hang out with this person. They must not fucking care about me anymore. I'm not that important in their life and just really understand that hey people have their own shit they're going through and if they're going to see you they'll maybe hopefully they make the effort but if they don't it's not the end of the world pretty much to cut a long story short like if they don't make time for you it's it's fine like you'll, you'll be okay right I, I guess the just like the one thing that hurts the most for me is that like again I don't have anybody down here and so when you go back home you want to see those people and it's like they don't make the time and it's like Hey, I, I live somewhere where I don't live with anybody, and I just want to be with, you know, the people I, I love the most. And right. it's like, can you make that time? And sometimes they don't. And they, I don't think they see that it's, like, upsetting. Right. And again, it's, <laughs> but then it's also not their fault, right? Right. Because they didn't tell us to move millions of miles away, right? <laughs> they didn't say, hey, go to Florida. Actually, I think everybody on my side did. <laughs> they did? They're like, go be happy. But if you need us, we'll be here. <laughs> FaceTime us. <laughs> and then they don't answer your FaceTimes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, my mom answers, and she's like, I'm watching a movie, bye. And I'm like, ah, I miss you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, again, that, that's another point. That maybe it's, it's on us. Like, hey, we're the one that chose to be here, right? So we, again, I have, yeah, I have no immediate family near me. I have a cousin who you're going to meet for the first time in Coral Springs. And that's it. And I don't even make time for her, to be honest. So, the fuck? It's it's on me for being, quote, unquote, alone, right? So, I know. It's a tough, it's a tough, tough one to crack. And again, I, want, I know me and you have discussed that in the past a ton of times. Um, especially after one of us just came back from a trip. So just want to get your perspective on that. So Sarah Mills, what else do you have going on on the, in the upcoming future for you? What are the, what are the big plans in 2019? Uh, I don't really know yet. Um, what are a couple goals you have for yourself? Well, February will be a year since I've been with Weatherby, so I'm really hoping to start looking at career pathing. Um, which will help me become a supervisor. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. As we've discussed, I currently credential one team, and I want to expand and start to understand credentialing other specialties. Um, I got asked to do one today. I don't even know how to pronounce the specialty. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> um, save and travel. Travel. We're doing a lot of traveling. A lot of traveling. Just the upcoming like first three months was it? Which yeah, the was first exciting. the first quarter is gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I don't know. I haven't thought about my 2019 goals. Continue to have Jesus in your life. Oh well, that's a given. Continue to have Danny in your life. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how how Jesus determines that one for us. No, and um, I gotta work on my get getting my one ab. Your one ab, yes. She's she's not keto as your boy, but she's get, she's getting there. She's getting there. I am not keto at all. I'm not getting anywhere You're, close to it. <laughs> you eat the same shit I eat. Oh, it's so gross. Uh, I, as we're recording this, I just actually put three more friends on keto. So I put Tito, 
Pietro, and Carlos on Tito. Well, to all the on listeners, Keto, I have a egg and cheese on a plain bagel every morning. Danny doesn't know about it. <laughs> Not keto. Not keto at all. All right, love. Well, I want to thank you so much for uh, sharing your two cents. It was a, it's a beautiful story, and I, I appreciate everything you've been through and things you shared and excited for your future, not only at uh, your current employer, but, you know, in, in, in life and in general. And again, I guess uh, I want to just thank you so much for just sharing your, uh, your own opinions and being super um, vulnerable. That was amazing. So uh, thank you, Sarah Mills. Thank you to all the listeners again. This is the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast with your boy Day Bar is Open, episode 13. Be back in a second to wrap things up. All right. Thank you again for tuning in to episode 13 of the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast with your host Day Bar is Open. Huge shout out to Sarah Mills aka girlfriend, aka wifey for stopping by. Again, she definitely didn't have a choice in this. I was going to force her to be on the episode anyway, but I'm so glad she, that she did. She actually shared some stories that I didn't know we were going to go into. Um, yeah, she, again, she's a perfect example of someone who's a millennial, has certain beliefs of her own, but also shares the same stereotypes that we all kind of you know, battle with. And I'm glad she was able to dive into a lot of those topics as well as discuss you know, her own struggle with you know what's the proper um you know expectations or etiquette to have when you're going home and uh, or you have people visiting you right like wh- where, where's the give and take with that so i really hope you guys enjoy that exchange um trust me she's way more sarcastic and um um in, in real life but i'm really glad you were able to just you know see our dynamic together because i think it's a it's a really beautiful thing but again man i really want to just wrap up this episode um I really think, it, I mean, again, this is the most corny fucking line I'm going to use it anyway. It comes with balance, right? I think a good point that Sarah made when it comes to the topic of, you know, minimal expectation when you're traveling home is you're going to have a, a probably a top tier of people that you know you need to see, right? Immediate family, people you're talking to on a daily basis, weekly basis. So maybe those should be the people you, you hang, you know, you make the most effort to see beforehand. So when you get there, you know, the plans are already made. And then maybe you have your tier B, tier C, tier D people. And then you maybe with tier B and C, you shoot everybody a text, you know, on the way. Or you simply just put it out on, you know, Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Say, I'm in town. If you want to see me, you know, hit me up. And maybe it should be that simple, man. But probably the biggest thing I've learned from, like, her listening to her and then obviously listening back to my own part um, and just dealing with this, you know, every single, you know, for the past 19 years when I travel back home because it's been a constant issue, right? Because I'm always always going, I haven't lived in New York, you know, in 19 years, um, is just really being, you know, not expecting so much from everybody else, right? If you really want something, go do it yourself, right? Like I remember, um, you know, when I was single, or I, you know, I had friends, you know, who didn't want to go to a concert um, or the movies, I'd be like, fuck, all right, well, if no one wants to go to watch, you know, whoever it is, you know, Travis Scott or whoever, I guess I'm going to go, I guess I'm not going to go. I would miss out on things, right? Then I would be mad about it. And then I was like, yo, fuck that, man. If I want to go, I'm going to just go. I'm going to do it by myself. Well, the same thing comes to this, with, with this, I think. If you if you want to hang out with certain people, make the fucking effort, right? It, I think it definitely falls on, on me to make the effort. Um, but also, if they respond or don't respond or don't hit you up first, maybe I, I know I just need to, like, it's okay. It's fine. Like, it's not the end of the world understand that people have their own things going on. They're not, you know, I would I assume positive intent. They're not not hitting you up because they don't want to see you or they don't they think you're trash or whatever. It just may be like, hey, man, I got my own shit going on. I'm on my second kid. I'm dealing with this mortgage. I'm dealing with work. I'm working on the weekends. Like, I, I'm glad you're in town. I hope you have a great time. If I can see you, I can see you. But if I don't, you know, don't take it personal. So, um, again, it's all about, I think, lowering your expectations. But if you generally do care about somebody else and you know you're going to have a good time seeing them or it's going to make you happy, um, I think I, I need to do a better job. And probably Sarah as well. We need to reach out to those people. Um, you know, it, 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 it may fall on us and we can't keep blaming other people and assuming that, hey, we need to be the center of attention for those three or four days we're in town um, when for the most part we're never there, right? They didn't tell us, like I was telling Sarah, they didn't tell us to move away. Oh, that's on us. That We shouldn't be 
you know, holding other people accountable for our own decisions. But uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed that discussion. Again, it's a topic that I know I dealt with a lot. I know when I was in college, speaking to my, 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 you know, my peers in college, they had the same, you know, annoyance and with this topic when they went back home to visit, you know, because, you, you know, you're going back home, you're excited, you have only so much time. And like, it's like, fuck, I didn't see that person. That person hit me up. Fuck them. Like, I get it. So I just wanted to talk about it. I hope you guys can relate to a certain level. And then again, if you're the other person on the extreme of this, you can probably get a better understanding of where we're coming from and maybe help us, you know, let's meet halfway at some point. Um, but what's the plan for the, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks, man, obviously the holidays. So obviously hope everyone has a wonderful, you know, holiday Christmas, you know, enjoy time with your family, loved ones. Um, uh, again, like I mentioned earlier, I don't have a, I have a cousin in Coral Springs, so I'm gonna go to see them on Christmas day and then, uh, hang out with, you know, my boys and, uh, with Sarah, go to church with her cousin and, you know, do some fun things at home, but it's going to be a wonderful time of year. I really hope everyone's able to, you know, whatever uh, situation you're in, you're able to be around people you love and uh, really enjoy the holidays. Um, as far as next week episode, I'm really excited. Uh, I, I got it on this last trip to New York. I mentioned it earlier. I was able to link up with uh, with some of my friends who I've known since I was like fucking 10 years old. Um, they have an extremely successful and really cool podcast called Dribble and Dimes. Shout out to Manny Digital and Emilio the Poet. Uh, know them forever we were able to link up in the three to four hours i wasn't hanging out with my family record some really cool stuff for you so look out for that on uh next week's episode um really think you guys are gonna enjoy that again millennials and and uh basketball talk uh from the block so again it's pretty much elevated stoop talk one would say so i really hope you guys enjoy that again shout out to at dribble and dimes for doing uh great work and for having me on that uh i guess that crossover episode per se but Again, it's been a pleasure doing this for you on week 13 now. I really hope you guys are enjoying the process. This has been nothing but fun for me. Um, I hope you guys tune in. Keep tuning in. Keep giving me feedback. Again, go to the Twitter page at AFN Podcast to give me any tips or advice or some things you want me to discuss on the uh, future episodes or just hit me up on Instagram at absolutely fucking not. Know you after the F. Slide into my DMs. Tell me what you're thinking. Love the feedback. Um, again, this is your boy at Dave Bar is open. Another week in the books. Oh.